Previously on the Loop and Royce Show. Now that you have your first movie out, you have a second one in the works? I'm working on this new movie uh, called Blackula versus the Crips and Bloods. Oh, you really, <laughs> you you scraping the bottom of the uh, the barrel, barrel. You going all the way down. <laughs> the hoodie hood. The Lupa and Roy Show is a Say What Media production. That was pretty good. What's up, y'all? This is Lupe Fiasco, and I am a model. Yeah. Yo, what's up? This is Royce the Five Nine, and I'm glad to um, have inspired Lupe Fiasco to stop acting like a depressed person over the last couple of days. <laughs> oh boy. And I am Sam Frank, and I am truly the regular dude on this week's episode <laughs> 42. First of all, I'd just like to say that Tom is a punk. Tom, you a whole punk. Man, how did Tom I become Ball, a, how, like, how are you? Whoa, wait a minute. Tom, Where are we going? You know where we going, Tom. We talking about how you called me. It's like, man, are you guys okay? Like, I just need to know, man. You're my cash cows. Like, I can't have my cash cows out there. <laughs> well, I mean. Murdering each other in the streets. I, I need you alive. I haven't found a way to profit off of your death yet, so I need y'all to keep it together. But is it, are we still going to be able to do the show? You was, you was acting real scared. And can I say your quote scared. back to me? Which I have laughed at for a couple times now (laughs) over the last 24 hours. His exact words when I called him to check on him was, dude, you you know you're dealing with two wolves here. This is how wolves play. This is how wolves play. You know, the crazy thing is nobody called me. Um, I called you three times. <laughs> Nobody called me. I called you Nobody three called times me. and you didn't answer. That's when I got worried, so that's why I called him no. again. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just saying, nobody, nobody called me. Right, nobody you, were called, my, no, you were my nobody first call. Ca- no, I'm talking about what I'm saying is no, no, nobody called me concerned. Nobody. On my side, nobody called me concerned. Everybody knows I'm a lunatic, so... You know what I'm saying? Everybody knows I'm a lunatic, and they know when I'm serious about something. You know what I'm saying? Like we grew up, we grew up in the in the classroom. Just we called it crashing on each other. That's what we called it back. You know, crashing on each other, just cracking jokes. The only the only boundary we didn't cross was mother jokes. Everything else is everything else is fair game. Always. I, I and this is good, be, you, this is before the rapping. This is before the rapping. I had some good mama jokes back in the day. Yeah, this you could do mama, mama jokes. jokes. You could do yeah, yeah, yeah. You could do them with some some people. You could do them with some people. Yeah, it's some just people like you, you got yeah. you got to know people well enough to do the mama jokes. I had a, I had a crazy experience doing mama jokes, and it, it I'll tell you off camera. I can't I can't tell it on here, but I, I've had an experience with a mama joke. But it was it was it was bad. But you know. So, anyway. so are we going to share any more about this, or uh, not for free? Am I going ha- to am I, am I have to read about it later? Wouldn't you love for us to share more? I would. wouldn't. You that's about it. I love to share it on on Patreon. Yeah, subscribe to the Patreon and get the real inside scoop. It's a, it's a, you don't think we learned it? We didn't learn anything from from uh, Jake Paul and, and Floyd Mayweather. Pay per view, goddamn it! That's right. You know, Patreon is the talk of the town on YouTube. On last week's episode, on last week's episode, we had a guy named YouTube Skella commented, I got to sign up to the Patreon to know I'm missing, just to make sure I'm not missing anything. It's killing him (laughs) not knowing what's behind that door. There's so much behind that door. Smart man. That's a smart man. Those of you who thought you heard it all on Instagram. Ooh, no. No, man. It's it's naked pictures on the Patreon. It's all kinds of stuff. My dick is mm-hmm. huge, and the only way you're gonna see it is on Patreon. All of every van. <laughs> oh boy, yeah, that's what I was talking about. Hey man, listen, I'm a, I'm a, I can be irrational sometimes, but uh, oh, can you? Yeah, I would have never known. If you all, if you all tuned in today expecting that you was gonna hear uh some type of uh continuation of the uh, what, what should we call it? The schism, the the wolf the, fight, the the controversy, the mental, 
The mental warfare. <laughs> mental Just warfare. like for free? No, nah, man, that's the pre-fight. You want to see the real fight? You got to come on that Patreon slash Lupe and Royce. Ooh! The, the referee has completely lost control of this fight. You're not the referee. Why are you all trying to control us, man? This ain't. I'm not trying to control you. Man. I'm giving points. I'm giving flowers here and there. Hey, you're not, you're speaking not... of flowers, I got yes. one to give. You guys are okay. on me constantly about our voicemail number, right? Which yes. is 707-276-6261. Ooh, I got to give us. Well, wait a minute, though. No, it's not me. I'm going to give a special shout out to a guy named Steve who called into the voicemail. He called into the hotline, right? And he left me numerous options of how to remember the number, right? My favorite one is the one I'm going to start using. 707-BRO-MAN-1. What? That's the hotline. 707-BRO-MAN-1. We will never forget that. Thank you, Steve. Bro-MAN-1. Bro-MAN-1. That's pretty clever. It's not bad. It's not bad. Bro-MAN-1. Bro-MAN-1. Did the phones even have the letter next to the number anymore? Now, I thought the same thing, and I, mm-hmm. I went and checked, and and they do. Your iPhone has has the uh, has it right there. Let me check. I don't believe it. You don't believe it? Right yeah, underneath. Yeah, right there. Look at that. It's right there. Yeah, right, how you right th- there. how you think I how you think I use my hotline number? Yeah. Eight three three Royce five nine. Royce five nine. Oh wow! You did that. You did that on purpose. I think mm-hmm. you might have. I wonder if I change my number. What would it be? It would be like one eight. Whoa, whoa, whoa! What? Maybe, oh, no, 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 we can't do that. We can't do that. Go ahead, go ahead. You just cut me off. I did cut you off. I apologize, sincerely. No, you don't. You don't apologize. You don't, you don't want me to, to one-up you with your bro-man one. I was no, I was going to challenge, I was going to challenge folks to come up with a number for you. No, nah, don't do that. But, don't put me out there like but that. Th- that. That's why I, I, that I, I drew back. I drew back. Come on, Tom. Don't make me, don't make me do it, man. Leave me alone. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce Show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce to 5'9", and Tom Frank. Royce, we've been talking about our sponsor, BetterHelp, for months now. Months! Uh, but for listeners out there who still haven't tried it, uh, could you give us some reasons uh, why they should consider counseling with a licensed professional therapist? Well, for me, I personally go to therapy just to gain perspective on things, just to learn how to communicate a little bit better so I can improve myself. No matter what your goals are or what's standing in the way of your happiness, BetterHelp can help. God knows both of you need it. Uh, BetterHelp will connect you with a licensed professional therapist in a convenient, safe, and private online environment in as little as 24 hours. It's available worldwide, and BetterHelp allows you to send a message to your counselor anytime, as well as schedule a weekly video or phone session. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, offers financial aid, and provides counselors with expertise and experience like anxiety, anger, trauma, and stress. Get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at BetterHelp.com slash Lupe and Royce. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Lupe and Royce. You're listening to the Lupe and Royce show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the 5'9", and Tom Frank. Now we got it. We got a good show tonight here. We have one of the preeminent intellectuals and professionals. Call him the most professional black man I know. Uh, we got Hill Harper on the show, uh, ladies and gentlemen. One of the best examples of what a black man should look like on your TV screen. <laughs> I, I think we should just bring him on in to hear all this, all this mm-hmm. good stuff. <laughs> Hill, man, um, good stuff. We we've 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 uh, rubbed shoulders in a few spots over the years, uh, back back in the day in different uh different capacities, always in kind of like an intellectual uh kind of capacity or something like that. Um, and you know, always always respected you, always uh was, and, and it's interesting. We had Baron we had Baron Davis on uh a couple weeks ago. Um, and it was the same kind of thing. Always find myself rubbing shoulders or coming into contact with brothers. And it's always in like this very intellectual, entrepreneurial kind of capacity, uh, outside of what they do, um, as I guess as the main hustle, you know, as Baron being a basketball player, uh, you, you, you having your acting chops and stuff like that as well as, as being a writer. Um, so what are you working on now? You know, like what is this, you know, man? 
I'll, I'll tell you, it, to me, it's a culmination of everything I've done. You know, I, I, I'm, I launched a, a digital wallet, a black digital wallet called the Black Wall Street. But what it is, is it's starting out the MVP or the micro MVP of it is this digital wallet with the ability to purchase Bitcoin. But what it's, it's, the goal is to create this massive ecosystem or a micro economy that removes us out of the traditional fiat banking system that has been historically completely systemically racist and literally has mired us in poverty. We can be self-sovereign, move out of that system now with the advent or move from fiat or hard money currency to digital currency and cryptocurrency. And I'm putting every ounce of my money, my heart, my soul into trying to educate our community to get out of get out of cash, get out of the U.S. dollar, get into ascending value asset classes, um, and and yeah, I mean we can have a much bigger discussion about that. But to me, this this will be my legacy. You know, the, if I can create more black wealth than any business or platform in history, that's the goal. We we can't. You know, in, in, in 1860, I'll shut up right now and with just saying this. In 1863, when the Emancipation Proclamation was signed, black people in America held a little less than 1% of American wealth. Fast forward to June 2021, black people in America hold a little less than 1% of American wealth. So how after 500 plus years of free labor and inability to own property, we literally hold the same amount of collective wealth uh, after 158 years of so-called freedom or so-called ability to own property, to build wealth, yet we haven't been able to do that. And um, that needs and has to change. It's a state of emergency. You can't have social justice without economic justice. Well, that's that's shocking to me to hear that statistic. I didn't know that. 1% yeah. after 150 years. Exactly. And, and systemic barriers to cross-generational wealth transfer are so deep that the money just gets sucked out of our community. Payday lenders, check cashing spots, rent to own, um, you know, completely racist credit scoring so that we pay more for everything. You know, I, I mean, we can go on and on and on how money gets, because we earn a lot. We got $1.2 trillion of spending power. So to your point, you'd think, yeah, well, we should have been able to build some wealth. It's not about the fact that we don't earn because most of us know yeah. people working two, three jobs, working hard. It's the fact that we we don't pass it on because it gets taken away and taken out so so quickly and so early. So how how do you so you so your thought there then is that going to cryptocurrency, which is kind of the new frontier right now and getting more people to have that. And to I guess to your point, that's the equivalent of owning land. Yes, but okay. you have to own the right land. Just okay. like anything else. So not all land is created equal. Everybody says, okay, you can build wealth through real estate. No, not if you live in a neighborhood that's been redlined where the, they've discounted the values and ascending values of it, where you haven't been able to pull equity because the bank won't loan you any money for it to pull equity out of all of these different things that they've used historically for our communities. So we have owned property, but the problem is it's never ascended in value. So therefore, we're mired in it, and but, but but we've been tricked to believe, oh, real estate's the way to do it. Whereas if we would have taken out that same amount of money on grandmama's house that we grandmama worked so hard to pay off and just bought a $500,000 million life insurance policy, instead of inheriting a house where they're not ascending the values anyway in it, and there's 30 years of back repair and taxes needed to be paid, so you're actually inheriting a liability, we would actually inherited money with that life insurance policy. That's just an example. But yes, Bitcoin is like buying real estate on the blockchain. It's an ascending value asset class that has scarcity. And so it's not just about crypto. And that's part of the education process. There's about 9,300 coins out there. 99% of them are junk. There's There are a few that have specific use cases or specific value propositions. The first one to me is Bitcoin. And that's why I want to get our people into Bitcoin first. Do you think digital currency is going to be regulated at some point? Yes. Yeah, so it's only, so it's only they, a matter of time. They will try to. They will try to. But here's the here's the point and the problem. They can't. So even in Nigeria, where they they banned it, Bitcoin is trading in Nigeria at almost ninety thousand a coin. So when you they ban it, the opposite actually happens because you can be your own bank and you can sell sovereign. That's why the race is on. If we can actually 
educate our community, get them into Bitcoin, get them into a black owned digital wallet. That's why I started with the digital wallet, because the, the wallet, we can actually transact outside of the banking industry. That's the point, because you can self custody Bitcoin. You don't need anyone to custody it for you. And then you could take a loan out on it in a different token or coin. And if they get rid of Bitcoin, but we have this coin over here, but we on our, if you're on the platform, you can then value that, that altcoin with some measure of backing it with Bitcoin. And, and that's the beautiful thing. We can be our own bank or in our own economy through digital and cryptocurrency. So how, how is that explain, educate me like, Coinbase, right? Is that similar to like a Coinbase, which is acting? Yeah. So what I launched, what I launched is very similar to Coinbase, except I'm only offering Bitcoin right now because I want people because because here's the problem. Like I always say this, I think Robinhood is robbing the hood. And the reason why Robinhood is robbing the hood is because they make their money off trades. So what do they do? They just want you to trade. They don't care if you're winning or losing, right? I want to build wealth in our community. So I don't want to be irresponsible and say, yo, just come on here and start trading. Most retail traders lose, right? They, and so the pros take their money, just like gambling. The pros, you know, pros win, you know, retail people may win once or twice, but then they get their lunch eaten at some point. And so if we want to build wealth, we need people doing it responsibly. And that's not trading. That's buying and holding. That's, that's staying in a position, not jumping in and out. And so Robinhood is about trading, jumping in and out. You can be a trader. Coinbase is an exchange. And so I'm, I'm basically attempting to grow something that's very similar to Coinbase, but has its own wallet, wallet ecosystem. So you, you mentioned right. that, you know, it's not the earning that's the issue. It's not that, 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 you know, over that 150 years that the black community in mass or an aggregate has hasn't accumulated wealth. It's just the wealth has been like actively kind of siphoned out of the community, right? Um, and so my mind thinks like, okay, you got a you got a platform where people can can now engage in kind of the new the, the newfangled kind of currencies of the day. Um, and and I, I want to get into the volatility volatility of of cryptocurrency in and of itself, and how you speak to that a little bit, but. Um, it, it feels like the central problem is that inability to hold, right? So whether it's Bitcoin or gold or some other type of asset, uh, paintings, whatever it may, real estate, something to be, there's always the temptation of, of, of people trying to take you out of your money, you know? Um, and some people do it through fees. Some people do it through a Lamborghini. You know, I always looked at luxury goods as rich people who know how to take money from rich people, Right. Like is and they you they just do it with Louis Vuitton trunks. So what what are you doing outside, or are you doing anything, or how do you, or even if you're not, how, you know, how do you speak to that if that's an issue of of getting people to hold it, you know, philosophically, mentally, etc. Absolutely, it has to it's a, it has to be a mindset shift. There's no question, and I think that starts with education. But you also have to provide the tech tools to let people frictionlessly hold. What do I mean? On our roadmap, and let me be clear to anybody, right now, the MVP, what is built, what they can download is the digital wallet and the ability to purchase Bitcoin. As part as part of the overall roadmap, we need to have one to solve that peer-to-peer -peer lending apparatus. Why is that critical? Because people still need liquidity. It's true. But the way you know people sometimes get it, if they have a crypto asset and they need money, they sell the crypto asset. We don't want them to do that. Right. Because of the volatility you mentioned, it may be down that day. That's not a way to build wealth. Selling, selling low is not good. And so what we want to do is create an apparatus where you can get liquidity within the ecosystem and not have to go outside of it, which is a payday lender. Right. I want to put payday lenders out of business. They, payday lenders take billions of dollars out of the black community, particularly the poorest communities. We can put them out of business with a tech apparatus like this where we provide liquidity where Ven Leon needs two hundred dollars rather than going to the payday lender. Or going to one of these, these credit cards or app or whatever that's, he's going to have to pay 22% interest to. Vanessa on the platform could loan Leon that money. And what happens? Vanessa makes the money, makes the interest in the platform. So it's staying in the black community and recirculating. That's why I called it the Black Wall Street as, as, because to me, there were three pillars that created wealth in the original brick and mortar Black Wall Street. And my challenge was, could we replicate those pillars on a tech platform? Pillar number one, institutional ownership. We got to own the businesses. We got to own our own technology and our own IP. 
Pillar number two, institutional trust. Imagine that. We actually trusted and transacted with each other. Wow. Pillar number three, and probably the most important, the movement of money or capital within the ecosystem. Dollar changed hands 60 to 100 times back then. That's a year to three years. Right now, a dollar leaves a black man within six to seven hours. If we don't own our own digital wallets, it'll be leaving within six to seven seconds soon. Why do you think they're spending so much money on Cash App to get black people on that platform? I mean, they're spending They're million- spending a I mean, ton, yes. And then he and then he paid three hundred million to buy a title, right? That's yeah. a database, right? That is that is that is he's buying a database of us to sell them Cash App to do what? They just got their industrial bank license. What does that mean? That's the same license that Amex has. What's mm-hmm. going to happen? I don't know where their trigger is. Maybe it's two million black folk. Maybe it's three million. But there will be a time where they say, "Hey, hey, Leon, you can't afford that bill." That's okay. Cash App got you. Pay for it with Cash App. And then we're going to have 3 million black people paying monthly interest minimums to Jack Dorsey. Come on, man. Mm. So you think that's like the that's like the new way of destroying? That's a digital payday lender. Right. That's like the new check cashing. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And, 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 and I'm trying to put the brick and mortar ones out of business. And you got a digital one popping up right there, um, you know, doing a 500 Bitcoin giveaway with Jay-Z. Um, and, and all, all, you know, I'm, I'm sure he's, no one's looked under the hood, but that's where it's headed. Now, maybe if I start talking about it, keep talking about it, maybe he'll be like, no, that's not what I'm doing. <laughs> he's wrong. And, and that would be great because I don't want him to do it. Right. I don't want him to si- siphon interest dollars out of our community. I'd rather have him say, oh, Cash App's going to spin up a peer to peer model where Vanessa can loan Lee on the money and the money stays circulating. I mean, hopefully that's what it'll do, but I doubt it. Do you do you feel, you know, I, I think kind of like in macros sometimes, um, you know, the big fights that are happening and, you know, these things are going to, like you said, you, your reference points were at least temporarily time-wise like 500 years, then 150 years. So thinking like 100 years into the future, do you think that in, in bringing the education piece back up into it and maybe, you know, break that down a little bit more, um, do you think that, Currently, the generation that we have and the generation that we're raising are going to be able to maintain uh, the fight against, you know, you, 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 you say we say you do get rid of the brick and mortars, but you, you got cash app coming like a monster. Um, and, and you're the you're the defense against against cash app. And you know that that fight's going to go for a little while. Then some's going to fade away. Then something else is going to pop up when somebody figures out how to take out cash app. Do you feel that this generation of black folk are prepared um, to pick up the fight where you left off, um, from a technical standpoint, from a, a passion standpoint, um, you know, cause cash app wins for a reason, you know, they're tapped into something that's, that's visceral and real in our communities. Um, and they're, 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 they're educating in a certain way. Do you think that we, um, uh, have that kind of potential to, to keep up and keep up this fight? I mean, I think as long as we provide the tech ecosystem that we're finally monetizing ourselves and monetizing our own culture, that's when we win. Because all they've been doing is monetizing our culture, monetizing us. We just made Clubhouse a four billion dollar app. Clubhouse was nothing till black folks got on it. And but none of us own it. Right. And so all I'm saying is that if we could we create an ecosystem and a tech platform multiple other tech platforms can spin out of the black wall street, right? Cause the whole idea is ecosystem of ownership. You know, this isn't like Hill Harbor's platform. I'm going to keep it. No, this idea is create money movement and capital flows. So, so Royce has an idea for a new platform, tech-based platforms. Boom. I can get, I can get my loan on here. I can actually have an ecosystem to deal with already. And we start monetizing and, 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 and Lupe, you, you decide you're going to do this. And then all of a sudden you say, well, I'm only going to set payment through the, through the, through this wallet. The money starts to recirculate. And then so they don't, you become impenetrable to attacks if you're self sovereign and you're, you're monetizing yourself. I think that's, this is the way entertainment's going to be quite honest. For instance, if we have a way to have our own economy, then why do you have to go through another distribution channel, you ultimately can be self-distribute. You can create your own Royce TV on this. It doesn't have to be YouTube anymore. It could be Royce on a platform where he's the studio because he accepts payment through this digital wallet. 
And then it, the digital wallets, the ecosystem and the distribution platform. So it, so the idea here is creating a micro economy or micro marketplace. And, and so I think you're going to see decentralization in all these areas. So so we see these big box. We see Amazon as this big, big thing. Right. It's going to start getting chunked up by affinity groups. So, so we could use that same tech that we've built for the Black Wall Street for the Latino community. We could do it for the LGBTQIA plus community. We could do it for the, the, the any affinity group that wants to transact with each other and support each other. It's just the tech stack. Use the same tech stack and let these affinity groups go to town. You, you see what I'm saying? And then they're recirculating mm-hmm. their own money and they're mm-hmm. self-sovereign. Isn't, isn't, uh, fragmentation though kind of one of the tactics of you know the the the, i don't want to i don't want to i don't want to call it the enemy or anything like that but the opposition you know part of their 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 skill set and the tool set is to fragment communities you know to kind of break communities down and make them easier to easier to trace easier to attack etc 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 um what's the but this is the exact Mm -hmm. opposite about putting us Mm -hmm. back together we are completely fragmented right now you know, a dollar comes in. We we don't go shop with each other. The bodegas aren't owned by us. The the nail salons, the hair salons aren't owned by us. It, the money just literally comes in and leaves. And so we can if we create a platform, when people say, well, I would buy black because if, if you pull most black folk, they'll say I would buy black, man. But I, you know, come on, I got a job. I got three jobs. I don't have time to go searching. I'm not going to go all the way over here. If we actually create a tech platform that makes it literally you just as easy as Amazon for you to transact with a black business, would you do that? I certainly would, but it just doesn't exist yet, right? It with that the the low friction, low barrier to entry. You got to work too hard to buy black right now, but we make it easy and seamless. I think a lot of people will do it, and I think the other communities will do it with their communities as well. So you've you've been on a. Uh... I guess a thirty city thirty city tour, right? I, I, more yes. of an educational tour. T- t- tell uh, where are you at with that? You you finished up the tour? Yeah, we finished that up. So the idea and, and Naja Roberts, who's my co-founder, she's the one that made it thirty three cities. I still want to I still want to get get at her because I came to her and I said, listen, let's do ten of the poorest zip codes, and we're going to give away Bitcoin. We're going to talk about mm-hmm. it. And she's like, ten? We can't do ten. The need is too big. We got to go bigger. And I was like, oh, dang. So she put, she wanted to do 30, 30 some cities. So we did 33 cities. She did more than I did. I'll be honest. She did a lot more than I did. I think she did every single one of them. And yeah. I did not oh, so do every single you, one of them. You did the Royce but, five nine. You just, you just kind of. That's what yeah, he does. He, he, he only shows up. Five nines. Like, like, he does five ninths of everything. That's, that's what the five nine means, just in case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> it could be a 50 city tour, but he'll do the five choice nights. I got that's you. Right. I get, all, that's my, I get all my, I get all my work done, man. All, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> you could send an avatar for the other cities, right? If I agree to it, if I agree to it, I'm doing it. <laughs> Just get me to agree to it is, you know. That's you. right. You know, they don't, it's hard, it's hard to get you out of the D. But once, <laughs> once you, exactly. Mm-hmm. No, that's good. And, but, and that's the whole point. This isn't going to happen online. It's not going to happen through posts. We're talking about people's money. I think you got to look people face to face. You got to explain what it is. You got to break it down. You got to educate. And, um, and you get a special appearance. He doesn't always come on. Who that? Come here, Pierce. Say hello. This is my son, Pierce. Yeah. Come on, man. You can have him in a second, but you got to say hello to these great men. Hey. Yeah, hey, how what's you up, doing, Pierce? Pierce? Young King. What's going on? Hey. Say, what's happening? What's up? Hi. Hi. My name is... How are you, sir? My name is Jay-Z. They can't hear you. Speak with a full voice. Come on. I don't know. Okay. There we go. My name is Nas. Nice to meet you. I'm Eminem. So you got Jay Z, Nas, and Eminem. What do you have to say about that? You got Jay Z, Nas, and Eminem. Speechless. Okay, this has been a great talk, man. Hey, listen, <laughs> you came in here, you lit it on fire, man. <laughs> All right. So, so he's just okay. So dinner's ready, Ooh. and uh, mm-hmm. and and Pierce. Now watch this. What happened? So he came up mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. He saw my phone. Pierce, you're going to have to turn that down because I'm talking, okay? Um, he saw my phone. First thing he went to, straight to the phone, 
picked it up, and now he's just walked out of the room with my phone. He said, Siri, YouTube. Mm. So we have to understand everything's going to happen through this device. Mm -hmm. And that's why people have to understand their watches have become accessories because they tell time with their phone. The same thing's going to happen with their wallets. Mm. You, the purpose of a wallet or a purse was to carry around the means of transacting for goods and services, right? Carrying money. That's what you use money for. That is going away. You'll still have a wallet. You'll still have a purse. But you're not going to carry the means of transaction. The means of transaction will be in that device he just picked up. It will be in your phone. And the question is, who are you going to digitally transact with? Mm. You're going to continue when you have an option to transact with the same people that have been taking your money and keeping you mired in poverty? Or if, since you have an option, you're going to start recirculating and transacting digitally with people who hopefully support your goals, visions for your community, and you want to help them build wealth, etc. That's how powerful that device is, you know, and, and we have to start owning our own tech. He just said Siri, YouTube. So we don't own Siri, right? We don't own Apple and we don't own YouTube. But he's a young black boy that just said five years old, just said Siri, YouTube. We got to start owning that. He should be saying something else. He should be saying Siri, the black Wall Street. And then all that comes up or whatever. But, but that just, to me, in real time, reinforces the point of why we have to own our own tech. And you're saying that because history has proven that, like an Apple, a Siri, some of these big companies, you're just never going to be able to break through. I mean, we could, we could put their stock on, on, up and you could, you could buy into the stock on, on a platform or something yeah. like that as an investment. But ultimately, when you have an opportunity to literally only there's only 2% of world adoption in Bitcoin. If we could get all of our community to own oh, at least Bitcoin. 1 million Satoshis. So there's 100 million Satoshis in every Bitcoin. Yeah. My goal is to have every black person in America hold at least 1 million Satoshis. So in today's prices, I, I would have to look at the real time price. Yeah. It's around 35,000 today. That would be $350 worth of Bitcoin. If I could get every black person, so if you have two parents in the household, three kids, that's five million Satoshis. Just that, we would control the entire Bitcoin market in the world. So the equivalent of that would be saying, hey, California has got gold back in the 1800s. If all black folks would have come and bought up California and owned all the gold, all the beaches, all the land, we'd be sitting on this extremely valuable property. Now, the government would have figured out a way to potentially take it from us. That's a whole different story. But but ultimately, we would be sitting on assets. It's just like what another community that we're all very familiar with has done very well in Brooklyn. Think about that community. They basically en masse bought up massive parts of Brooklyn. And now you have to come through the Hasidic community to build and Massive amounts of wealth are being created for that community because they en masse bought valuable ascending value assets. And we can do the same thing digitally. That's all I'm saying. But how do you – so here's a question for you. So 2% of the world has any kind of Bitcoin right now. How do you, how any, do you get any people – Any kind of cryptocurrency. Crypto, cryptocurrency, okay. I mean think about it. The guy who's you know, making 25 bucks an hour, right, and he's trying to obtain wealth, and you're telling him to buy – Bitcoin. I mean, that's that's kind of scary, right? I mean, we're talking. You're making you're making eight dollars an hour. I'm telling you to buy Bitcoin. You know why? And I'm telling, but I'm telling you to buy it in a very specific way to dollar cost average into it because this goes back to Lupe's earlier point about volatility. We didn't get into that. Yeah, he asked about volatility. Extremely volatile asset class. Yeah. So we have to understand what does that mean? Dollar cost averaging takes volatility out of the equation because you're purchasing price agnostic. You know, if your dollar cost averaging, if let's say it's five dollars a day, five dollars a week, five dollars a month, whatever you can afford, you're buying that amount on a rhythm schedule, no matter what the price is. Price goes up, you buy it. Price goes down, you buy it. The nice. beautiful thing about it, you win either way. Price goes down, you get more of the asset when you buy it for that five dollars. When the price goes up, your overall portfolio value goes up. So long term, it's an yeah. ascending value asset. You win. If you hold, 
And that goes back to that point we're making before. This is a long-term buy-hold mm-hmm. strategy. This isn't get rich quick, jump in and out mm-hmm. of position strategy. We don't we don't have the reputation for long-termness. You know what I'm saying? Like we <laughs> <laughs> <No>, don't. <laughs> so and, and I, I, go, I go back to my that, that, that. well, that's why I go back that mindset shift. Mindset so what shift. is what is that mindset shift? I mean, when you even when you look at you know the when you look at the Jay Z, you know. It is a mix of long term and short term, you know, and it, there's something really sexy about that short term. You know, there's some really, really uh, interesting about doubling your money by any means, you know, and I think some people may miss the, the other side of that conversation, the other side of that coin, um, which is the downside of that. You know, when we, we had someone on here uh, a few episodes ago um, talking about you know, cryptocurrency and things like the environment came up, you know, how these, how these coins are mined and the kind of environmental impact on that. So I'm just, I'm just bringing it up for the, for the, you know, that, that side of it. Right. Um, yeah. What is the, yeah, that's you, an interesting when point. You, when yeah. you think about, you know, some of the, uh, the discipline that is required to maintain a long-term position in anything, a long-term game of chess, you know, a long-term, you know, to sit in school, you know, for that extra set of hours to, to, to study and stuff like that. Um, how, how, how much of an adversary is that culture um, to to what you're trying to put what you're trying to pull off? Like, and have you witnessed that on, it, on your it, tour? It's, it's 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 not it's not it's not because if we build the tech right, it makes it easy. That's when I talk about low barriers to entry, low friction. The idea is this element hasn't been added on our platform yet, but it should be done in the next two to three weeks, and that's the that's literally a dollar cost averaging mm. button. I, I, I say set it and forget it. So you, if, <clears throat> you don't need discipline when you set it and forget it. It's like, okay, what are you going to do? $5 a day, $5 a week, $5 a month. Hit that button and the tech takes care of it. You don't even think, you shouldn't even be thinking about Bitcoin again. And just all you know is in the very little back of your brain, you're stacking sats. You're stacking sats. And so if we build the tech right, we're not putting it on people to, oh, I got to go into the app. I got to press this button. I got to transfer more funds and I got to do this. It should, we should make it seamless and easy for folks to do it. And then two to three years from now, when they look, even if, if they don't look at the account at all, that's actually what happened to me. I'll be honest. I was at a thing. I don't, there's a retreat called Summit Series that they used to do where you go away and I went to a Bitcoin room and this dude was talking about Bitcoin. This is probably about 2014. And, and I, I couldn't understand it. I was like, Bitcoin? How, how does this make it's like It's like digital currency, but people are making it, and that makes no sense to me. So I tried to wrap my head around. He's like, look, look, the best way to learn it is just to do it, understand, then start reading books. Like this book. Let me show you. Is this book like the Bitcoin Standard? This is a great book to read, right? But you're not going to take time to read the book unless you have some skin in the game. And so... He told me, this is what you do. You buy. This is how you go buy it. You do this. Go to Coinbase. Go buy. So I bought it. But back then, Coinbase was real clunky and it was hard to do and hard to set up. And they didn't have that auto feature. And if they would have, that would have been incredible because I probably would have just done it auto because back then it was real cheap. But the point is, is that by the time I looked at it again, I did find my password and all this stuff. I was like, holy shit. You know, damn. And it's not like I bought a lot back then, but the difference between what I paid for it and its its value. So at the end of the day, since we're at such a low adoption period, if we can culturally get our people into doing exactly what I just said, like using money that they don't need. If you if you can get away, because this is money that you're not supposed to have to touch for liquidity. You end up with enough Bitcoin that you're going to be able to leverage equity against it so you never have to sell it and you pass it to your kids. Mm. That's the goal that I'm talking about is the idea is that we're going to pass Bitcoin to our kids like my son. Instead of passing houses, we pass Bitcoin to them and they can always take out loans and equity against its rising value. So this is sort of like have you heard of the stash? I guess it's kind of a. a I think a similar app, right? Where I, I recently kind of got involved. We, we, and your point was a good one about I don't think about it anymore because it automatically kind of transfers, right? And that I man, I think you're right exactly. about that. that. If you can get yeah. people not worried about, well, I got to go buy some or I got to do this or I got to take an action and rather have it automated, 
I think I think you're right. That's 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 a pretty important part. So I'm working on trying to find a a debit card provider that will do the debit ah. rewards in Bitcoin. Yeah. Auto into the wallet. So that's another way, right? So basically providing these really low friction ways that people can start saving Satoshis, right? Oh, you're going to use a, a, a debit card yeah. anyway. Boom. Might as well use the one where you can stack SAS as your reward. So I'm working on that. I'm hoping I can launch that in the next six months. I, I didn't want to launch a card out of the gate because cards have such a bad reputation because every most cards that have been introduced introduced to our community have been money grabs and 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 you know marketing money grabs and i didn't want to do that so so i've launched without the card but i'm going to try to find the perfect card that provides rewards in bitcoin and that way uh it just keeps with the same theme of low friction ways to stack satoshis i like what you're doing here I know I'm the white guy on the on the on the podcast, but I want in. You've you've sold me. You've sold me. Well, I need no. I need I, I need you guys. I need you guys on the journey because this is this is collective. You know, there's no way this works if it doesn't scale. That's the thing. If I if, you know if I got ten twenty thousand people on the platform, it doesn't work. Now those ten or twenty thousand, they stack some Bitcoin. They're happy, but that's not the you know the goal is the ecosystem, and the ecosystem only works at scale. And so I need help. You know, I, I need help. I'm telling you all right now, I'm not even, you know, this is about building something that every, we all own, you know, and it's not about, oh, this is a Hill Harper's app. No, it's not. The hope is that someday no one, it's, it grows to a scale that no one even knows who was involved with it originally. Like, I don't know who the founders of, let me just say something like IBM. Who founded General Electric? Who founded the American Red Cross? I don't know who, who, who founded any of these you know, behemoth organizations because they've grown to such scale that the people, you know, you just don't know who was, who's, who even started it. And that's what the hope this is, is that it just scales and scales to the point where, you know, I, I'm not even a part of it. Other people long since taken it over and, you know, and know it better than me. I'm just trying to start mm. it. So what is it? When yeah. does it start? Is it out right now? How do we get a hold of one? What are, it's out in beta. It's out in beta. So it's it's live. You can go to the App Store, go to Google Play. It's, it's iOS and Android. You can download it. I mean, he, my son took my phone. <laughs> this is the perfect time for me to show it to you. <laughs> I was about, oh, I was see, about to go I told, here. I told y'all. You know? Hill, uh, Hill Harper, the, 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 the eighth most professional black oh, man. He I just went like, down. Yeah, I got my son. My son took the prototype. He didn't took you from, he didn't took you from <laughs> fourth. He didn't took you from fourth days. He was first. Yeah. First to fourth days. Yeah, my son took the prototype. He bring it back. So you go, the Black Wall Street um, in the App Store or Google Play. You can download it, and I want people to download it, start using it, and hit there, me with right with comments. Hit me with there what you'd like to see iterated. There it is. That's it. The that's Black the, logo. Oh, the, the Black Wall Street. Okay. The Black. It has to be the Black Wall Street. Yep. It's a golden rising sun. It, you know, it's like a golden rising sun and and uh, the Black Wall Street and or you, or the, or folks can go to just the Black dot com. Go to the landing page and put their email in and we'll send them an email with the link. But either way, the, we're we're iterating now. I'm giving notes to the engineers every day. Change this. Let's do this. Let's add this feature. There's a big new feature coming tomorrow, coming tomorrow uh, with it, with an update. So there's a lot of. A lot of good things happening, but we're just going to continue to iterate. You know, I was told this quote by the guy. I think he, I think it was the founder of Reddit who said it. But um, he said, "If you're not embarrassed by your MVP, then you waited too long to launch." And so my goal was to launch exactly on the centennial of mm. the Black Wall Street massacre at the exact same time it started, which was sundown on May 31st, and. So we went live then, but we knew we were going to have to keep iterating and iterating and adding features. And so, so it's good. And, you know, we, we probably went too high with the security because our biggest friction point, I'm, you know, I'm, listen, I'll be very transparent. Our biggest friction point is that we have a 10 day hold on people because there's a style of fraud that you can do that I'm just saying what it is. What people do is they, 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 they put an ACH transfer of money into the wallet. They use the wallet to go buy the Bitcoin. 
and then they transfer the Bitcoin into their cold wallet, then they cancel the ACH transfer. And so what happens is once the Bitcoin is in your cold wallet, nobody can get it. That's the power of the Bitcoin. That's power of it, right? And that's why we can be self-sovereign with it. But the point is, is that if you have a facility to reverse your ACH, you could actually take the Bitcoin. So we institute, I said, well, listen, you know how it is with black, black tech and all this. They'll try to shut you down if they hear about any fraud or money laundering. So I said, let's make it as uh, bulletproof as possible. So they were like, well, that means a 10 day hold. So there's a 10 day hold right now where you're, the money says pending and they hold, hold. And that's not my company holding. It's the company called Plaid that does the, that handles the transfer between the bank and the wallet. And people have been like, man, I see my money's out of my bank account. But it, I can't buy no Bitcoin yet. What's going on? You know, so I'm going to solve for that with this update uh, in the next week, week or two. That's going to be automatic settlement that allows people to automatically settle. But hopefully it doesn't allow them to necessarily transfer their Bitcoin off to the money clears. So we're trying to actually write that code. But that's just a peek under the hood of what we're doing. Uh, you know, we just want to make it better and serve the community. You know, so when y'all see Hill pull up in that Rolls Royce Cullinan. That's from his. That's that's from his TV money. That's not from the Black Wall Street money. Okay, that money is he not your money safe. That's his TV money. He came yeah. into it balling. I'm, I'm not investing your money for the ten days that we have. No. He came in balling. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not trading on Reddit. You know, on Reddit, whatever they Wall Street bets for those ten days. No. Oh man, Hill. Outside of this, uh, as an artist. Um, uh, as a prolific artist, writer, that whole thing. What are, what are you working on outside of uh, uh, your life's work, your magnum opus? Oof, man, I, I I'm I'm helping a young lady get an independent film off the ground, which I love. I'm gonna produce it. I, I may do a small role, but she, you know, I'm she wanted me to direct it. I just don't I just don't have the bandwidth to do that. But we're gonna find a, a director. Um, but I'm just helping her. We're going to do a table read next, actually this week. I think it's about putting God on trial. She wrote a beautiful play. It said, you know what? Everyone, t- you know, how come so many black people always talk about God, this, and thank you, God. And thank you, Lord. And be like, if you look at the last 600 years, really, you know? And so it's a brilliant play that, uh, that she's turning into a screenplay where she's going to, she's going to have lawyers arguing. Um, putting God on trial. I think it's a really interesting concept. It's very powerful for us. Uh, and um, so I'm helping with her. Her name's Juliet Jeffers, a wonderful actress, playwright. And then, man, still shooting The Good Doctor. It's a blessing to have that show. It's a blessing to be on, uh, you know, do a show that has a good heart to it. You know, it's about a young surgeon with autism. And, you know, the theme is one of the diverse casts on television. So the theme is about, Everybody has value, no matter what affliction or thing you're dealing with, no matter who you are. And, and so I'm, I'm proud to do a show that has a little bit of good, good soul, good heart behind it. So it's, it, we go back shooting August 15th uh, back into the show. So so those are the two things, man, that are taking and being a dad to, to young Pierce, you know, just trying to just trying to figure out a way. To keep him out of therapy when he's older. Oh, that's no, listen, what listen, do, that's what. <laughs> I'm trying to not that's, mess him up. I'm trying to not what, mess him up. I'm not saying therapy's bad. Oh no, that's I'm what saying, Royce wants. No, Tris, listen, Royce, Royce secretly wants your kid to go through some trauma because he has a whole therapy situation just waiting for you. He got a whole phone number. Th- therapy, <laughs> but therapy is not just about trauma. It's not just about trauma. That is true. And and, yeah, and, yeah. and let's be clear: if you are young, I recommend going, I recommend therapy, even even I, without trauma. My dad was a psychiatrist. Mm-hmm. He passed away, man. He rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recommend therapy as well. I think that all types of any type of self care is valuable. Mm-hmm. Whether you're talking about therapy, whether you're talking about exercise, whether you're talking about yoga, meditation, mm-hmm. music, being creative. Mm-hmm. So many people think they have to monetize creativity to be creative, and I, mm-hmm. I always tell people, "What are you talking about?" It's you therapy. Don't have to- it is therapy. Mm-hmm. Sing, write poetry, do it. You don't have to make money off of that. That's that's that, you're feeding your soul. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I mean, I say do a monologue in the mirror. I always tell people, if you don't know at least one poem by heart, then that's wow. a sad. That's a sad day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Royce, Royce you know? goes around mm-hmm. scan little kids. That's his other job. 
to, to create a pipeline into his therapy. Right. <laughs> into Wait, his... You, 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 hey, no, Royce tells him <laughs> scary poems. It's like, yeah, man. To push, when we said tell the kid a poem, it shouldn't be a scary poem. Push him into therapy and leave him a business card. Then you, you pull your kid up to therapy, Royce, and they're like, welcome. How you doing? Like, not you? I need him to be able to relate to me. <laughs> me. Hey, and Royce, this is something you probably don't know now because I need mm. you to start going there. Mm. You know I own a coffee shop in downtown Detroit. Oh, do you? Which one? Which one? It's called the Roasting Plan. It's right off Campus Marshes. Okay. Have, have you ever been there? It's, it's right. It's got these tubes of beans. We we fresh roast the beans right in the right in the store. Man, the roasting you know, plan. Unless unless, Man, unless you I sell, need, I need you to be one of the. We're gonna put your face like a painting of you up as like okay. a local hero. I got you. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go there tomorrow. I'm gonna go check it out tomorrow. Unless you Remember have before uh, the pandemic, we had. Um, my man's donuts. Uh, his nephew, uh, Dilla, the, the uncle. Um, what's? Uh, come on, how come I forget his name? My name. We've been talking about. You know, Dilla. Dilla's Dilla, delight. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I said. Dilla's Dilla donuts. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like Dilla's, Dilla's delights. Mm-hmm. So Dilla's delights. We were stocking Dilla's delights because I wanted to support another black business, mm-hmm. but then the pandemic hit, and I think, yeah, I don't know what happened, but. But okay. uh, but but we were stocking Dilla's Delights and we were naming some of the donuts after famous Detroiters. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to actually see if we could get a Royce, a yeah, Royce man. donut going. Come on, man. Hook me up. What, me what's up. Your favorite, what kind of what's donut? Your yeah. What's your Bullets. favorite flavor? What, what would be your favorite um, donut? That's Royce's favorite. Um, <laughs> a bullet flavored donut. We'll there be- is no such fla- <laughs> there, there is no such flavor as bullet. I like I like traditional glaze is like my favorite donut. Traditional, traditional glaze. glaze. Yeah, traditional glaze. Traditional I'm going to call and find out if they're back in production Okay. now that the pandemic is easing. And if they yeah. are, I'm going to ask them to make a traditional glaze, and I'm going to name wow. it after you. Thank you. Glaze the 5-9. Glaze the 5-9. Glaze the 5-9. Glaze the 5-9. And maybe it's only... Creativity at work here. <laughs> I think it should only be five ninths of a donut. Oh yeah. No, no, like no. Oh yeah. No, it's no two time. bites no already time. taken out of each one. No time. It has it has one bite. No, no, no. <laughs> give give me a complete donut, man. You get, you get the complete donut. All right, all right. I think glaze the five nine is the way glaze to go. The five nine. I like this. This we need a we need a we need a we need an entire donut to to represent the amount of raps that I've written in the last two months. All right. <laughs> Oh, oh God! Here we go. An entire See, donut. You, reels, you 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 shoot the donut, the hole in donut. We shot. <laughs> not a hole got in there. Each, each each donut is shot. Um, that's how the hole gets in there. We call it glaze. The only at the night. donut range. You dig? Only at the, only only at the donut range, man. Well, hey, when I come to Detroit this month, man, I love to. Lo, lo, we'll meet down at the coffee shop, and if we got to yes, glaze the five nine. We'll, we'll, we'll make it happen. I'll be honored, man. He'll honored. love you, brother. Appreciate you, man. I know you got to go down there and get that dinner. Um, thank you for being on the show, man. Everybody, thank you. Uh, make some noise. Oh, I everybody, it's just you, us. Yo, let's yeah, make man, some I, noise with yeah. Harper, man. I definitely downloaded the app, my brother. I downloaded appreciate the app, you. and I'm gonna go in here. I'm gonna educate myself. So I'm about to sign up now. This is where I'm at. I hope everybody That's else perfect. is there. Look at that. That's the app, Royce. y'all. That's it. Right. Signing up. There's, 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 there's a, a bunch of educational videos on there for people who do, just don't know anything about crypto. Don't know anything about any, you know. It, it, so my partner Naja has about five videos up. I have about five videos up. And we're gonna be adding videos as we go. We got 120. We've already banked, but we'll just be adding content. We just don't want to overwhelm people. Like, oh, it's too much. I can't do it. Just this is baby steps. This is gonna be. Long term dollar cost average. I I just so you folks know what I do. I don't tell anybody to do something. I, I buy Bitcoin every day, not big amounts, but I buy some Bitcoin every day. I buy what I can afford, you know. And is that that reminds me of a story? My pastor used to tell me. He said, "Listen, he went out into the parking lot and he saw too many foreign cars, and he came back and he says, y'all just have to, have to start buying cars you can afford.' And when I say afford, I mean afford." <laughs> Uh, See, Ford. Yeah, I seen we yeah, <laughs> hey, let, let us do the let us let us do the yeah, rapping, okay? Let, he let, was let funny. us, yeah, let yeah, us yeah. stick no, to the No, no, no. He is the man. Let he us is do the, the man. He is the man. Don't you stick to the apps, okay? We will do the punchlines, okay? All right. Dave Chappelle up next. 
You're listening to the Lupe and Roy Show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce Five Nine, and Tom Frank. The Lupe and Roy Show is a production of Say What Media. Have you thought about hosting your own podcast but don't know where to start? Working with Say What Media is like having your own personal producer, editor, audio engineer, and distributor all in one place. From equipment recommendations to engineering and distribution, Say What Media handles the boring details so you can focus on saying interesting stuff. Get started at saywhat.media. You're listening to the Lupe and Roy Show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce the Five Nine, and Tom Frank. That was Hill Harper. Make sure you get the Black Wall Street app and get it everywhere. Mm-hmm. He bought his professional, I like his this, professional man. ranking right back to number two, man. Yeah. This is what it looks like. It's it's black and gold. Black See and it? Gold. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. So, Royce, let me get your let me get your yeah. password so I can just log in. I was gonna say, let me see the password and your I didn't, username. I didn't set it up yet. Right, I man. didn't set it up yet. I'm still um I'm still on the sign up page because I didn't want to do that and while Royce, we were let talking. Me so thirty dollars. So I'm still on the sign up page. Um, yeah, Hill Harper, man, dope. Cryptocurrency, fellas. Cryptocurrency. Make sure y'all check him out on a good doctor. Um, yeah, man, he's the home. It's getting dark where I'm at. I noticed that. Are you in a got what? <laughs> I know. I, I don't know. The light doesn't work where you, out here. Where you at? Where you at again, Tom? I'm down at the beach. I'm at Topsail Island, North Carolina. I don't think Tom thought this. I'll out. be. I'll, okay. I'm. You know. I'm. 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 I'm hosting. Are you open, not a, open the open mic night down here at the uh, at the trailer you not and a, beer place? Are you not allowed in the house? Well, the family's in the house right now, and they're watching the basketball game. And I thought I'd come out here and have some quietness. But what I didn't realize is how dark it was going to get. Cut that shit off. I got something to record. You don't get to do that. No, I mean, there's, there's a lot of family members. In you there. forgot how this you is, forgot how uh, not just no. days work, Tom. You know, this goes light to dark. You I didn't did. think this through, huh? Okay. Well, I thought there's two lights out here, and one of them doesn't work. I didn't. I I didn't check it. What about the sun? Does that work? The sun went down. It's gone. We're on a, mm. we're on the East Coast, man. This is the. Far, hey. this mm. is, think that far ahead. Okay, it's all good, Tom. Just use the light from your phone. All right. Um. Yeah. What up? This is Lupe Fiasco, and uh, I'm finna get rich off Black Wall Street. Yo, what's up? This is Royce to Five Nine, and I'm gonna borrow half of Lupe's money, so I don't gotta learn none of this shit. And this is Tom Frank. I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> uh, go into the lightness and 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 find a place that's not pitch dark when I record in the future. So thanks for listening. Uh, hey, and what's guys? What's the what's the hotline? Seven oh seven. Bromance. Bro-man Bromance one. one. Bro-man one. Oh, bro-man one. Okay. Bro-man one. Call the hotline. Leave us a review on Apple. And just listen. listen Bromance is that, and is that other hotline. 1-800-BROMANCE. That's a different kind of Yeah, don't, don't, call, don't call that one. Don't that's call a that different one. kind of hotline. Yeah. That's a whole other hotline. <laughs> Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. All right. I got a list, and this list is going to help Tom do his goddamn job and market the phone numbers. So here we go. For number one, you got 70RAPMOB61. Eh, eh. Number two, you got the 707 Bronco 1. Three, this is for Lupe. You got the 7072 Snob 61. I'm just playing. And then my favorite it's the 707 Bro Man 1. And Lupe, you could do something like show Brother Mac into the window with bread. What up? This is Enzo from D.C. Just listen to that Baron podcast. Gotta say, love the show. You guys keep doing what you're doing. And I just want to say, you know, to that challenge that Lupe threw out there, you know, somewhere in this world at this very moment, there's this guy, James Jimmy Lovine, getting credit, getting dap, getting shout out. Everybody blowing him up. Tom made him famous. And meanwhile, at the same time that that's going on in his millionaire mansion, counting his dollars, there's a brooding, angry Jimmy Iovine out there feeling some kind of way because he didn't get his flowers. So Tom, Tom, you got to represent DC, man. You got to get that together, man. But I'm just saying, you do a flying car, come pick me up. This traffic's terrible. I'm with you on that one. All right, peace. Yo, what up, Lupe and Royce? My name is Michael, and I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, I'm a student at USC at the Iovine and Young Academy. Iovine, Tom. Not no Levine, Lovine, whatever you called it. I don't know what that is. 
Jimmy Iovine and Dr. Dre. Okay, get it right. Uh, I just want to say that, you know, I really enjoy the show. I really enjoy everything that y'all do. And uh, I'm just loving it. So keep doing what you're doing. That's our show for the week. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe or follow. Leave us a review and tell your friends to listen. The Lupe and Royce Show is a production of Say What Media. It's recorded and mixed by Claude Jennings. Our head writer is Lauren Sloat. I'm Tom Frank. And our theme music is by, who else? Lupe Fiasco and Royce the Five Nine.